about January 1st at midnight is the look on the guy at Walmart's face when it's 12.01 and you're like, I want to fish twice. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Do, they, do you really shoot the, shoot the halibut once you get them close to the surface? We just shoot the halibut every Thursday. Fellas, get back in that current. <laughs> I love it. I hate That's alright. I hate me too, but it's okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> like a really fat branch definitely <laughs> should we just fast forward to the part where I say so you got skunked <laughs> I have a yeah. question for you so you came to yeah. the right place but no I listen <laughs> and we are back you're listening to the Rotten River Pursuits podcast podcast we're in the current we are Reality Outdoor Radio, and our mission is to get you in the outdoors by connecting you with the people, skills, and products that you can trust. You trust. can trust them. I'm Will. It's, Who's with me? It's Bucky. I'm Catfish. This is Tex. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey guys. Welcome. Hey, everybody. This current's flowing great. Pick. Since I seem to lost, yeah, catfish. Since I seem to lost, stop yelling at me. Why are you yelling at him? Seem to lost you for a minute there with the the cell phone thing. Are you mad at me? Not at all. I'm getting there. You know what I am mad about? What? I'm mad that you got lost this week and checking your game cameras, and I wasn't there. I saw all the little, little tiny weenie bucks that you have all over the place. I wasn't jealous at all. Yeah, I figured it was time to get out. It's, it was uh, it's been about a month and had to, had the day off from work and um, wanted to get out and check it out. It's, it's been I've been traveling and and camping and fishing, um, so I wanted to get out and just again take a look at the property and see what it looked like, how different it was from the this last year logging. And I uh, had four trail cameras out there uh, for the last month and. Uh, went to pull them and uh to my surprise i had more pictures than i expected a lot um, first yeah the first first camera that i got to i think i had 680 some pictures you need a big um, sd card uh, well yeah i have the largest one i have is a uh, 16 gig um now to to that point I do have my trail cam set to go off every second and to take three picture bursts. Correct. So I found out that, you know, if, if I do have the room on the SD card, which I usually always, um, you know, overshoot the size, I'd rather get more pictures than not enough. I don't know how many times early in my days of putting trail cams up, I would get a picture of just like the back half of a deer. Right. So I, I, I want, I'd rather have more pictures than, than not enough just to get an, uh, an idea of what's out there. So, um, but yeah, I had in total, I had over 1200 pictures, um, with, with four cameras. Um, and so, the, and so what's out there of four deer. I thought for sure there were going to be some squirrels and, you know, we, we've had coyotes on the property over the years. And so, I, you know, I wasn't sure every once in a while we get a, a, a picture of them. Um, but, um, 
yeah, there was one camera only had 45 or 46 pictures on it. Um, but then the other three were, like I said, 600, 100, and you know, it, it was it was a, an afternoon filled of scrolling. Um, but uh, it was it was a nice afternoon of scrolling because I was able to it I was looked, able to get pictures of some nice some nice buck. Back it looked there. like I'm it was worth the scro- all the scrolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know how how you know last year I would pass over a, a lot of smaller bucks, um, and looking at these pictures, um, I'm glad that I did because there's there's a couple um, maybe. The three, maybe a four-year-old back there, um, and then again, um, every year I get some some nice fifteen, sixteen uh, inch wide eight points. Uh, you know, some seven points. I got a I got a buck back there that's got a a triple brow tine on the left, um, which is an interesting Why interesting did, buck. We see a picture of that. Yeah. Um, I, if you go on the Instagrams. I think there is a. Uh, I did a little, did a little uh, a game of, of shoot or pass um, on the stories today. So, and one of those pictures, um, you may not be able to zoom in on the stories, but there is one that has a triple brow tine on the left. He's, I think he's maybe like a mainframe six, um, but he's got that that cool like turkey's foot brow tine on the left. Oh. Um, but uh, did, did, I did get a picture of a couple coyotes. Um, still, you know, obviously some some fawns, a lot of does, some fawns still um, have some spots. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's there's a, a couple, as they say, uh, hit list bucks that uh, that I'm after. Probably um, one of the largest deer, or matches the largest deer that I've seen on this farm here in the last. Uh, 15 years or so um so i'm That's, not i'm not getting my i'm not getting my hopes up because there's sounds definitely like you're been, getting your hopes up mm-hmm. <laughs> well I, I i quickly um unloaded those cards and uh reloaded the cameras and got them back out there um so but that kind of just got my my juices flowing um to to uh pick up my bow and start shooting more um you know down here in maryland the season comes in and in um about a month um you know the first week in september um so you know i i haven't been on the kayak as often but i I definitely have been shooting my bow um a lot more after uh after seeing or leading up to checking my trail cameras and now i'll be i'll be pretty much every night taking some reps after work when i get home nice so yeah. Um, speaking of <laughs> Just speaking of shooting bows, I did I did get a new addition um, to the verdicts. I Bobby, know Bobby Brown. Um, Bobby Brown. Yeah. No, not that new addition. Not the not the group. Just the just the one single item on Spotify. Um, <laughs> I listen to the Spotify. Yes, but ah. uh, Bobby it's Brown still not that new addition. So, so maybe Bell David DeVal. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's old school. That, that girl's poison. That girl mm-hmm. is poison. Michael Bevin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I ended up getting a new site. What did for you my do? Bow. Mm, probably not what you would want me to do. I, I love, all right, I love the Oracle. I love everything about it. 
but don't worry. I have about been it. shooting. I know I've been shooting a single pin, my or I should say a six pin sight, my entire life, and after being in Colorado and seeing the 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 ground and just like I'm I'm infatuated about the West now, um, and the the states that do not allow for a range range finding bow sight are the states that I want to hunt in the future. Colorado, Idaho, Wyoming, uh, North and South Dakota. So I went ahead for right now and I ended up getting a, um, a dead ringer. It's a attack driver DT. Um, so I, I upgraded, um, to a five pin site, um, instead of the old four pin that I have, um, Last year when I was shooting the four pin, uh, that, that new Matthews Verdicts um, is just incredibly fast. Um, I had it tuned well, and I only I had a 20-yard pin, then I went to a 40, then a 50, and then a 60. And so what I did for my 30-yard pin was I, I bracketed the first, the top, and the, and the second pin. Um, and I, I wanted to be a little bit more accurate, you know, that 20, 30 to 40 yard range, um, in my opinion is going to be probably where I'm going to be taking most, if not all of my shots. And so I wanted to have a pin for, uh, uh, 20, 30 and 40. And being that that verdicts, shoots so well and the speed is up there i can i can get out to you know 50 and 60 yards so i wanted that extra pin um that fifth pin to reach out there at 60 so right now i have five pins um and they're 20 30 40 50 and 60 yards are you what are you pulling like 80 pounds or something 75 well, I'm 75. Yeah, the 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 uh, the verdicts has the mods to get to 75, and it, it's an 80 percent let off. So you know you're you're not holding much, uh, but uh, that that thing gets out there. I tell you what, that um, you know I've I've heard of dead ringer as far as accessories and, and stabilizers and sights, and um, so I, I did a bunch of reviews and uh, very cost effective, um, e- economical, economically priced. Um, so I went ahead and purchased that um threw it on and within probably an hour to an hour and a half um i was grouping you know uh baseball size groups at 40 yards and i was shooting probably a six inch group at at 60 yards the the site easy to adjust it has the micro adjustment um compared to my old site which i had on my my alpha max which was you know 10 plus years old it had none of the the quick micro adjustability and you had to get the allen wrenches for every adjustment that you you made on that thing so uh, once i got the site mounted um it was a breeze to uh to get sighted in um so gonna put some more reps through that thing and, and get familiar with it um, and then, uh, you know, if I, if I, if I do travel West, um, and do some hunting, um, I won't have to change anything. So, you know, I, I, I toyed with the idea of getting that, getting that, that Oracle, but, um, I just don't like the idea as far as consistency of shooting the same thing over and over and over again and being familiar with a piece of equipment and then 
taking, you know, one of the most integral pieces of equipment off and then putting something new on to go hunt, you know, an animal that I'm not familiar with. So, um, checks for right out. now, I, you checks know, out there, pick. Yeah, I, you know, I, maybe I'm overthinking it. I know that, you know, no, I was, I was not speaking like with. You. <laughs> I was uh, actually conversing with uh, with a friend of the podcast, um, Adam Wood, and uh, he said, "Well, if you don't change the draw length and and you're not changing the poundage, don't you just have to once you get it sighted in, just swap the sight?" And uh, and I'm like, "Yeah, I guess you're right, but." I don't know. I, I, I just, like I said, I just I feel like it's like going out and playing a you know seventeen rounds of golf with a set of golf clubs, and then you you enter the money money tournament and you you switch clubs. Um, you know the swing is the same, and you know, the, the golf course might be the same, but you're you're putting a whole new piece of equipment in your hands and trying to go out and and perform well. So I, you know, um, I I, me, le- I learned a lesson along those lines. Um, but it's it's kind of um, I got instant buyer's remorse when I took my sight off of my one bow and I set it up for me pretty much the same, just a brand new bow, brand new year. Bolted my yeah. sight back on and I was grouping in two minutes. Um, it, it, it's kind of disheartening to think that you spent a grand on something that is no better than your old bow. Um, so basically what I'm, you know, Adam's not wrong. You're not wrong. It's just, there's not a lot of difference from setup to setup once you're set up. Right. Right. So, yeah. But I think the important thing to take away is if pick is more confident, putting that on now, running it and gaining the confidence to go out for a successful hunt, then that's what he needs to do to do that. Whereas other guys don't need that to have the confidence. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying there's there's either way. Is He's not wrong. Adam's not wrong. You know, it's just, it is what it is. And, and you're going to make it what it needs to be. If you adamantly wanted uh, a, a digital site, um, you're going to make that happen. But that's not in your heart right now. So that's all, that's the only difference. I don't think that... You know, you might be overthinking it just a hair, but like you're setting yourself up for success either way. Like you're going to put the, if you bought the digital site, you're going to, you're going to put the time in to learn that site. You're buying this site and you're putting the time into this site now. So I mean, you're invested, you're, you're actually setting yourself up for success. You're not, no one's going to say you're absolutely wrong except for Ryan and he's not here. Oh, I agree with I agree with what you're saying. My father, my father always taught me that once archery season starts, that to be happy with your equipment because you're not changing it until after archery season's right. over. Right, and yeah, plenty. Yeah, of time. there's no the one of the worst things you can do is to think you can make things better mid archery season by changing gear around. If you want to do it, yeah, live with what you practiced with. Change it after archery season. So, yep, yep. yep. I've also heard that too, and that's what I've that's what I've lived by too um, throughout the season. I know that you know once once the season starts, you're you're stuck with what you have. Just you know, do that at a principle. It's exactly what you guys just said. So um, yeah, so so far I'm happy with everything. Um, got the deer here on the property. 
Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that um, one of the big ones is going to walk underneath the stand. There's been many a year that I've gotten, you know, one, two, three, or, you know, multiple pictures of a nice buck. And um, I've never seen on occasion that buck during a hunting season through the entire season. I, there was two years ago, there was a, a, a giant 10 point back there through archery season, through early muzzleloader, through rifle and through late season. I never laid my eyes on that buck. So, uh, I, I the only thing I can do is, is <laughs> yeah, it could be maybe, maybe that, uh, what that, uh, barbecue deodorant that we, Ryan recommended somebody. I don't know. Hit by a car too the night before archery season opened. You know, it sucks. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. So all all I know is I'm I'm motivated now to get out there. I know the deer are there. Um, I you know just be proficient in my equipment and uh, just be out there. So be ready. And uh, it it may happen. I hope it may not happen. Um, But uh, yeah. So I I think my gears are are switching more towards the woods in the water at this point in time so hmm. we'll we'll see how things it's, transpire over the next month it's about time to start transitioning you know what I mean? it, yeah i'm just getting fired up i know you are yeah i was gonna say yeah. fishing's gonna get good again here yeah, fit, real good the best fishing of the entire year is just getting ready to start walleye will start what about you guys you, you, you guys have been out doing anything i've been catching bait with Lacey, walking creeks, just trying to enjoy nature. It's been temperature has yeah. been dropping in the evening, um, yeah. which makes it really nice to get out and do some creek walks. Um, and why not grab some bluegills while you're out? We've been catching a lot of these little weird red-eyed bass, and then they're not rockies. Excuse me, they're not rock bass. Yeah, they're not, and they're not smallmouth. They're not smallies. They look like smallies, but they have red eyes. <laughs> You think they're some uh, like a, obviously they're a hybrid type of a fish or a cross? They are different. We never we never looked into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, no, because we talked about them before. Ryan and Will caught a pow of them, right? Yeah. Well, they are vicious. They're like piranhas. They are. They hit hard for. Right. I mean, I'm talking. They'll fit in the palm of your hand. They're only, you know, they're they're small. Um, they're just little, but they are identical. If you put one up next to a smallmouth, they look identical. Same markings on their face, three lines, but they have bright red eyes. Do you, so. th- do you think like somebody released their like South American cichlid into a <laughs> waterway that crossbred with a bass or a like. rock bass somewhere? You know, that's what it looked like. They were fun to catch, though. I mean, we're just walking around, you know, ankle knee deep water, and where little bluegills would be and boy they were ferocious they grabbing all anything we threw at them they they grabbed it i mean i'm talking everything from the size of like trout and crappie magnets to you know like a one inch grub um small hooks split shot take split shot off didn't matter they were they was wild because they were hitting the one inch. they were hitting like the half inch grub i was throwing it out with no weight bringing it back and it kind of was swimming on top of the water they were hitting it on top water so it was like throwing a this tiny tiny little like thumbnail size bait bringing it across the top and then you were just catching this little four or five inch not even that little three to five four inch bass on top water on this tiny little rod it's actually kind of fun it's like micro fishing can you hold them for bait no i did not i didn't hold any of them for bait because i'm not sure 
if they are they, to me they're a bass species that's they have to be they look exactly like it so um i, I let them all go plus gotcha. i think they're cool i want to so, see if they get bigger well will catfish eat those or like you're not sure or you just held them just due to principle that you didn't just didn't want to use them for bait yeah i believe they're in the bass family and i, I don't use bass um for bait i know okay. some guys do um uh it just something in me doesn't feel right to use them for bait they they look too much like smallies and i don't i've never seen them anywhere else except for the area that ryan will and myself have caught them in so right i don't want to take them out if it's something weird that nobody knows about and maybe it's something that we discovered and we just never look into it <laughs> um yeah you never know right. but i mean they just yeah they're crazy little they and monsters. They, they fight they they don't give up no. You pull them up, you know, take them out of the water, they're still kicking and fighting, so. They're fun. For yeah. Me. I mean, honestly, sea fish, it is the closest thing to a wild trout. It is. Not that I would know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or but even go looking for We got to get you a fly rod. It just, I'm just saying. These things would crush a fly, I bet. Oh, I bet you they would. Oh, yeah. you would rip them up. Oh, my God. I mean, I we caught, <laughs> last night, Lacey and I went out, and we caught probably 40, closer to 50 little bluegills, and it was just after work for an hour or so. But I bet you we caught two, three dozen of these little bass things. Sure. And they're all like mirror images of each other they're all the same fish oh, it could be like they're they literally look they're all the same size the same you know they, they all are the same fat they're always eating the same they're all super healthy you don't catch a big one no never no they're all literally i would say what are they four inches five inches long yeah yeah i'll post a picture uh when this comes out i'll put it on our storyline so you guys can look at lacy has got a couple of them held up and Somebody tell me what they are, please, because I'm willing to learn, but I will not tell you where they're at. So that's that. <laughs> were, you, were you on the new canoes, or are you just kind of wet waiting on the bank? In the water. Yeah. No, oh, okay. We, no, yeah, we were, we were walking around. We're in the water. Yeah, we were walking around. Okay. <laughs> like, knee that's deep. all he's going to divulge. Yeah. Lake Nunya. Yeah, the the creek where where I go and catch uh, some bait, one of, the, one of the places I go is about knee deep. Um, right now anyhow okay. the water being low and um that's that's all it needs to be i mean a, a couple places i was up over my knees where my cargo pockets were getting a little wet but my uh right. like my your regular jean pockets where your hands go in the front um water never got to those mm -hmm. so that's but it's you just walking up and down with a you know floating minnow bucket on your side and having a good time right. throwing trout magnets and you know little stuff like that i have a little uh I have little rubber baits that look like crickets, and they they tear them up. They hate those things. They I don't know if they hate huh. them or they want to eat them or what, but they they destroy them. Little legs fall off them constantly. Um, you have to buy more. Were they were they black? Are they black like crickets? They sure were. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah they look. Yeah, it's just like a mold. It looks just like yeah. It's a bug. You know, them little fish are always used to eating bugs. So I'd, that's why it works. Yeah. Hatch. Uh, other than that, we uh. Last week, I think I talked about buying Lacey a kayak, and uh, I was yeah. Was there any any additions to that since then, or is it pretty rigged up now? It is. It's getting there. She got a purple milk crate, and uh, you know, there you new, new carabiners, new fishing rod holders, blah blah blah. Uh, we put an anchor wizard on it. Those are nice. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. 
I did think I said I swapped out her seat for my seat. I got the newer seat. Um, <laughs> just saying. Uh, no, but uh, I did do some some new addition for it. My garage. So if you could picture, let's see, um, if you could picture your house. Now, everybody that's listening to this, just close your eyes and look at your house. Everybody has junk drawers and maybe a closet with lots of stuff in it with old coats or blankets, shoes. If you literally took everything you own in your house, bank blankets, bedspreads, stuff on the walls, your silverware drawer, your pots and pans, all the stuff underneath your sink in your bathroom, gather all that stuff up in a wheelbarrow and just throw it on a giant pile. That's what my garage looks like. Pretty much. So we worked on that problem this weekend. Um, I, I can't work on projects because I just can't find anything because of working on other projects. And now the two kayaks, the F-12 and the F-10, are now in the way. So we took a pile of pallet wood that was also in the way. Um, and instead of burning it or whatever, me and Lacey applied it to one of the walls in the garage and then put a lift system in so that the two kayaks then would lay flat against the wall on a literally a, a wall space that was filled with hoarding type stuff that I'll never ever use. So that's what we ended up doing all weekend was kind of hanging out in the garage, listening to some podcasts and some music and putting some old skid and pallet wood on the wall and then making lift systems for her new F10. So she's excited to get it into the water. Um, we haven't quite made that accomplished yet, um, only because uh, you know we had some other underlying issues why we haven't gotten out. But it is—it's going to happen this weekend. I hope. Sea trials. Yeah, you know, I, I I saw a picture going around of that wall. I tell you what—that that looks really nice. Not only is it functional, but man, it's aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Yeah, I like it. I didn't think that I would like it. I thought it'd just be a bunch of old wood on the wall, but now that the whole wall looks like that with the kayaks against it, it makes the kayaks look, look pretty good too. So, yep. we, we could almost have a barn dance in there. Almost, as yeah. soon as I get the rest of the walls done. Yeah. That's the problem with doing it. Now I want to do the rest of the walls. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lacey's going to want you to build her a hayloft in there. Here's something too for guys. I think years ago I said this on a podcast, and I want to reiterate this. Uh, you know, not because my wife might be listening or whatever, but it's important to get you know the young and old out fishing and hunting. I, I've said that many times. But if you if you if your wife or your girlfriend or uh, let, let's let's go the other way if if your if your husband and you're a female. Did you say both? <laughs> or both? <laughs> I mean, some dudes do. I mean, come on. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you're Bucky, if we've you're, got a big ten here at Rutten River Pursuits. <laughs> if you're female and your and your boyfriend or husband want to uh, go out uh, and do things, here's the cool thing. What I'm saying is, if they want to get into doing fun projects with you in the outdoors, like a skid wall is a cool way to kind of feel like you're doing outdoorsy stuff especially if you're going to use it to hang your kayak paddle or your life jackets or you know whatever else get organized you can use make it a whole fishing wall my point is is like if you get somebody who really doesn't know how to do something and get them in the outdoors and, and teach them how to do it they can really feel like they accomplished something and feel good about themselves um and helping somebody do that Lacey this weekend learned 
how to run the square, take measurements, run the circular saw, um, run, yeah. run the jigsaw, um, lots of other tools. And um, she took a lot of measurements for me. And then uh, just learning the skills of like when you're helping somebody on a boat, when you're when you don't have to talk to somebody and you can work hand in hand with them without knowing what they want next. Um, she got to that point this weekend when i just like reach behind me and she'd hand me the drill and then i would then i'd have two screws ready you know um it got to a really cool rhythm listening to music and working with her that i've never really felt like we've gotten to that cool rhythm before working together and i just want to give a big shout out to tell her thank you um had kind of a sad weekend personally and i think that she knew that but for her to not just come down and hang out but help yeah, yeah. and learn put forth effort was a big thing for me so thanks Liz and uh that's cool we got a cool, I'm happy we for got, both of you guys you got to experience that yeah we got a cool wall out of it so you know I had the, an opposite of experience but the same experience you had a bad time you had a wall fall no, down no it's instead of <laughs> my wife and I doing Tora something Wada. that we have gotten good at and that's doing a project together around the house or a prolonged type of a project and getting along probably better than we do when we are more focused like that. We have a common task with common goals. Yeah. And over that long period of time, we get that job done and we like doing it together. Yeah. yeah. Neat. But we got out again in the outdoors in our kayaks and that is becoming an easier thing the more that we do it sure and it's not it's more of a hey let's go do this we have three hours now but this time you hit your motor and took off it's like later no oh because that's what you did we to actually, me, remember i'm just saying we actually tied her off we i tied her off on the back and i can't shake her and yeah. we, we went further <laughs> up and that's the great thing about the engine and doing it as a couple. We don't have to take an extra vehicle and put one upstream and one downstream and right. and do a float. With the engine, I pull us, we go upstream as best as we can. It would be a little bit nicer if there was a little bit more water. Sure, sure, yeah. But Everything's low here. Overall, we only had to get out once and walk it yeah it was a half hour motor and then an hour float back and it was a good after yeah. a good little afternoon about two hours we we were out a little bit longer than that but sure it nice night regardless um all the while uh i couldn't help but think about hunting ducks through this stretch and how yeah. and i to the point where i've checked satellite uh, yeah. Map around and uh, it, it, it's it's safe. It's it, it would qualify. The only people that would probably get in your way would be other people coming up or down yeah, yeah. that part of the creek. Uh, Leanne and I floated that, and uh, there's a lot of down trees. Like we ran into some ducks, you know, through there a couple times that you're just coming around the bend and. There's some ducks by a down tree or, or whatever. It's just, they're in there. Yeah, for and, sure. And it's open. You know, it's a fairly wide stretch of the creek. That's why they're landing in it. And right? it's open. And, yeah. and, and you know why. They're in, the cranes are flying up and down it. Like, uh, 
Oh, I, I, guys, you know, it's almost too good to be true. It, it's so close. It's right in your backyard. It, it, your backyard. My backyard. Uh, to, to, it, it, it would be pretty cool to be able to drive 10 minutes and put about a half an hour's worth of travel. I think it would be pretty cool. I think it will be pretty cool. All right. Let's, let's I think do it. I think you're going to be in there in September. Don't you think? Bucky, did you, did you learn anything new about your kayak this trip out? I know it seems like you... You kind of come into yourself a little bit more and more comfortable. What? How? How are you running that thing? You know, I'm, I'm just still getting the gist of it. It's you it learn. Sounds hard for you to get the words out. Well, it's, it, <laughs> when it, when Nick's asking you're, me some tough you're questions, con- congested you know, or I'm congested, uh, backed up a little bit. I don't think I did anything different. I, I don't know if I learned anything different uh, other than the process of yeah. boarding, onboarding. It, it gets quicker. You know you know what you need to do. Hey, don't come out until I get out of here. I'll go out here first and get started and then meet me out. And we hooked up. You're starting to teach her now. Right. Bringing the yeah, I'm adding, woman. I told you not I'm to come out too early. And I actually loaded up the the cooler. I'm, I'm I'm putting more weight on in the back. It does get a little bit more ungainly. Uh, sure, you know you get a little, especially when you're towing another kayak, pulling on it. Right, yeah. right, and but you know it, it was Don't a talk great to me, woman. I will cut you loose. I will let a, you drift down this. It was <laughs> just a relaxing time and. And it wasn't a lot of talking between us either. And That's the yeah. best time. When you don't have to talk, you just enjoy each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got that this weekend myself. And then and then we followed it up the next day. We went to a farmer's market and hit this like this little antique shop and I did Pretty something nice I, little I've Saturday. never and I've never done like gone into an antique shop and got into it, but I got into it, guys. They had old camping gear, like yeah. old Coleman. Uh, Don't do it. Uh, become an addicted hoarder. Stoves, <laughs> uh, lanterns, the old gas pump. There's a reason um, they don't make them anymore. Oh, I, not that I want to run them, but just they're people's memories. They're, like I got into it. I bought it. I bought some dude's homemade tackle box. Yeah, and. And had I not opened it, I'd never bought the thing. But inside it was some old flywheels, some old split shot tins. How much that set you back? Fourteen dollars for I'm oh. not, not. I mean, old man memories. Old man memories. And there was a stack of snelled hooks, and like even like a few of them were. Snelled hooks, and, and I'm I'm making this up because I can't remember, you know, off the spot in top of my memory. But John uh, Stoltzfus from, you know, Hamweiser, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and, oh, and you used to know that dude. And <laughs> he's uh, just he made awesome tackle boxes. He only made three it, of them. It, it, it made it real that it was a different time and he lost his thumb in a tackle box uh, yeah guys don't have that name anymore right uh, unfortunately lead smelting incident <laughs> but uh, no it was fish yeah. he caught too many fish and smelting smelted smelted smelt smelts but uh, hey I think I've uh, I like old tackle I like old tackle and I, I think I'm gonna you know Start not that I'm on a gonna start binging, but my eyes open now to yeah. that world. 
Antique shops are the devil. You spend all your money and you'll buy a bunch of stuff you don't want. You, yeah, I, Remember I, the old tin minnow buckets yeah. that go on your side with the yeah. pot? Uh, yep. Yeah. My dad has a bunch of them. He did the same thing. He got them, used to set them up and put freaking candles in them and all kinds of stuff on the shelves and you know, guys buy old reels and old fishing rods, and then they get into old outboard motors. And before long, you look like the the what's the what's that place called? You're strung Bass out Pro. on planer yeah, boards. Bass Pro. <laughs> no, no, Bass Pro. I was thinking about the um, Dockside Willie's restaurant yeah. up here at the river. I'll be decorating <laughs> decorating crab shacks up and down the East Coast. <laughs> you know what's crazy is eighty years from now, somebody's gonna walk into some. You know, old uh, antique shop, and be like, "Wow, look at that! There's look at this old fish's whopper plopper." Yeah, look at this old kayak. It says Bucky on it. Yeah. That's weird. Look at that! That, that Z-Man will whole still work. Fleet of <laughs> that Z-Man plastic will still work, though. <laughs> a, bro- a broken kayak paddle that's bent in half. Like this thing has stories in it. Yeah. Listen to Run River Pursuits podcast, and whenever Bucky went through the rapids backwards, yeah, he fell yeah. backwards. <laughs> there is stories in Sorry. those places, and but I'm, what I'm saying is you can get addicted. So oh, stay I, away from the Kool Aid, and that's why I'm telling you guys now because I, I catfish is Kool Aid's flea market. It, it definitely. <laughs> I've been there, Buck. Tickled a fancy. If you need help, I can help you like, out of it. Yeah, I've I just there. discovered that I like this. And I spent eight years at Williams Grove. I get it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Catfish. Thank you. He's in flea market rehab. I started going to Williams Grove Flea Market instead of going fishing on Sunday morning. That's how bad I got. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so just telling you, be careful. The, and you don't need that. We don't need that in my life. It flea was, markets <laughs> over fishing. He checked himself into Sherry Ford's <laughs> clinic. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sherry Ford's clinic. Yeah. Flea market rehab. a rough time. Flea market rehabs. They do have good, crappy, soft pretzels, though. I'm just saying. They're, oh, those. They're like four days old. Smitties. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what time of day. It's like he, that's breakfast. Smitty's pretzel. Mm, well, yeah, just. Or yeah. corn dog. Corn dogs and, and soft it's, pretzels. And it's not, this is crazy. Like, if you go there, he's like the mayor. He's like, Darla, <laughs> good morning. Morning. Oh, hey, Kevin. I had to do CPR hey, in the Stones hey, one time Mr. there. <laughs> The guy was choking on, on a, a piece of hard candy, and everybody dog. thought I was a god. <laughs> CPR in the stones. The guy fell over. It looked like that's somebody like shot a, him from a distance with a like pellet a, gun in the eyeball, and it, here he was choking on a piece of hard candy. Uh, I thought he was going to bite my finger off when I tried to <laughs> do, did a you do a finger swing. I had to, to, yeah. You know what a nurse would tell you? You never stick your finger in anybody's mouth. The guy mouth. was choking to death. I never do a finger swing. The ambulance gotta, guy showed yeah, up and said that, it. too. Uh, like not even if you bit. see it, you get your finger bit off. He held his nose and sucked it out. <laughs> the dude was old. I didn't want to <laughs> flip him over into stones and start pounding on his back. <laughs> you didn't want to make people think you were beating an old man up. <laughs> Anyhow, his dog, his dog thanked me. Logan! Logan! Get nine one one. <laughs> the guy survived. That's all I care. I'm sorry, catfish. I shouldn't be. And I stole his soft pretzel whenever they took him away. Here, catfish walked away with his lozenger. <laughs> we choked on the rest of it. <laughs> you finished it off for him. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you ain't using this, are you? You done with that? You're done. I'm cutting you off. Yeah, I'll take. I'll finish this lozenge for you. Don't worry. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, you can get addicted. <laughs> Don't go there enough that you have to do CPR in the stones because it's. Don't do you it. You know yeah. you've been there Save too much. Save yourself, man. <laughs> like, it, it wasn't even like, they're not even strangers anymore. A guy fell over and like 14 people are like, catfish, this guy's dying. Yeah. They all know I work at the hospital. Right. It's catfish in the house. We'll take $3 off a doctor. This, this bobber right here if you <laughs> help him. My mind's eyes. <laughs> we got to say it off because I'm going to lose it here, guys. I'm going to need some oxygen. <laughs> yeah. You oh, want my to do a CPR to Bucky. Oh, and, and it'll be on the carpet, though. It'll be easier on your knees. <laughs> I honestly didn't do too much. I'm glad you guys had a great week. I've been kind of just... I got a bunch of things happening. A lot of transitions. A lot of irons in the fire. A lot fires. of irons in the fires. Um, and we're not talking forged in fire, either. No. <laughs> Just get it done before mid-September. I got lots of... Get it done. Yeah, we're working on it. Yep, yep. But uh, I did, I mean, if we talk about getting old, uh, my rib popped out, an old wrestling injury. Oh, Oh. you gave... We're not getting old. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm just saying, I had a... No. I was doing nothing. I was shopping... And breathing. And breathing, pushing a, a shopping cart, and my rib just went out, and I... Like my eyes got wider than I felt like I was choking on a lozenge. You fall straight back. You're like, oh, costochondritis. <laughs> so bad. Costochondritis. Oh, nine one. Logan. Yeah, I couldn't breathe. Can't breathe. Leanna's like, Are you? <laughs> she didn't know what to do. Get I the couldn't. devil off my chest. He's standing on me. <laughs> Get the fake devil off me. I didn't know what to do. The I, devil and all his minions. Oh, it was just, uh, it was just too much. And and for three more days, it it just until I don't know if it. Every once in a while, I have a, a spell. Bucky likes to call them a spell. They are spells. I have. Yeah. I transient. This is uh, an an old injury. Same rib pops out every once in a while, and it just takes a wind out of you. It just caught me off guard. So I, it, it didn't shut me down, but like it didn't help anything. Like it didn't. And no matter no matter what you do or how you move, it's it, you can't get comfortable. I've had that happen. Yeah. Yeah. You've had a rib spell. Pick. Yeah. 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 In the middle of a Christmas uh, Christmas tree shops. Um, no, not a Christmas tree shop. I was the old AMP. Mm. Oh, I thought you were at the Harry and Davids. Yeah, he was the un- no, un-Harry and Davids. I never had a good spell. <laughs> he shaved his head. Freshly shorn. <laughs> freshly shorn <laughs> Harry and Davids. Her ribs hurt, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I, I, you know, it was just one of those things. But I, I just, I got a lot going on. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this, and maybe I'll just kind of brush over on it. Uh, I lost the the 60 acres that I hunt. and Not sure we ever actually spoke of it. Yeah, and, you know, I just, a little bit of the wind is taken out of the sails. Sure. Um, and I know there's plenty of public land, and there's this and that. We can... Mm-hmm. I have some family land that I can go back to and blah, 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 blah. I just, this you was. You did a lot of work on This was property. different. And it, you've learned a lot there. You yeah. grew there. Yeah. So. I grew a ton there. And the, it's like leaving the house. I was in the, the house process of growing. He was yeah. getting ready to cash in on a lot of 
years investment coming up i I think i don't i understand i i've never had a rib spell but i know what it feels like to lose a property i spent many many years working on yeah losing is enough to give you a rib spell (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't i can spell rib but i don't i can eat ribs oh i can cook them too well will i put a couple when we were on the property i put a couple pins down so i can help you find it yeah we we had this conversation before pick about oh no they owned my property and i lost it and i'm so upset and so tired but now i got 240 class bucks running around every four seconds mating with each other yeah so oh i'm sorry you're I, i digress i'm not mad at you at all I appreciate uh, I, I appreciate that you know just the I love hunting with the brothers and uh, our group is just always tight knit and and like I said you know catfish pulls the trigger and calls you know you Bucky. know what it is though yeah, so. yeah. it's different when it's your property it, I'm mean, like I, it's you like you said yeah you I was in the process of growing and, yep, yep. and, and we got to just shut it down for a little bit um yeah so but you know i didn't you can't take that away from me i i can help other people do their stuff until i find my my next little project it took me six years yeah yeah from the time i left jimmy's till this year this is look how much time and i've put into these mennonite farms to just finally get the least this year six seven years later yep yeah i would you know i had two years where i literally had no place to hunt archery except for public land at all and every time i went in there was more tree stands and more people and guys with the radios playing in the parking lot that i can hear from my tree stand so yeah it it doesn't feel like hunting that way as much as it does when it's your property and kind of disappear um yeah so i get it i feel i feel for you but good things come out of bad things. It takes time. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I mean, we're I got some prospects, and uh, you know, I don't know if uh, the COVIDs or or even the the some of the purchases and and things that I've been able to make here will let me go to Texas again or something like that. But like, I mean, you always have something. There's always something around the corner I, I don't nothing's solid right now but there's always something and uh, and and that's part of the fun too is kind of what we did at that property was you, you kind of start to make something out of nothing and yeah, well, there was nothing there yeah no and i was there the first year and it was no game plan no nothing there was a parking spot kind of yeah we're gonna walk up the hill and start with a ground blind and build a ground blind and then from there it just transitioned yeah yep yep and uh we were successful you know i was definitely um but uh yeah and so we'll figure out i'm on my i'm i'm i got my eyes and ears open you know for different things and uh i know bucky put a lot of time in and he's got some opportunities that that he can capitalize on you know it's not uh so i think that uh you know it'll be fun it's just and we were going into this season partnered up for in the in the whole quest hunt co thing as well and we put in the time in we were we've worked that property together yeah we've learned it 
you've taught it to me to, in, in certain ways. We've learned how to f- figure out deer pattern sure. together. We, um, Look for poo. Th- there's, there's dirt time, as Ryan and Dan Wolwack and, and Catfish like to call it, you know, yeah. that we've had there. And it was, it's anticlimactic. And uh, well, it almost and, was like that trip wasn't over yet. Like, right. Even, but had you put two more years in there and then lost it, it would have hurt more. I, I hate to say it. I, it would Probably. Be, I, I, I agree. It would have been much harder. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, <laughs> I guess. It's but still, it, right now it's a rib spill. Two but years I'm not near as excited to hunt now this, this fall because it does, even though we're going to do it together, it's not together. Mm. No, I, I get it. I, that's one of the things I suffer with every season is not being able to hunt with my brothers because we literally live too far away from each other to hunt with each other after work. Come, right. Especially once right. the, the time changes. Um, I barely have enough time to get in a tree for the last 40 minutes of daylight. And we just we we drive to drive too far to see each other, and it's something I struggle with every year. Is I want to hunt with you guys more, and Ryan doesn't hunt with anybody in archery season. But uh, at least we live can't close. Can't find to- Ryan; he disappears. Yeah, he's. But at least we live close <laughs> enough camo. to each other that if we do, if we are successful, we are able to get to each other and help each other out. Never had an issue with that. Yeah, just call Will. That ram drives pretty fast. <laughs> Especially if he knows he's getting blood trail at the end of that drive. He's like, yeah, no, it, it's it's going to suck. I feel bad for you guys. I've been there. I put... Will used to hunt out of my old tree stands. They weren't just... They were a lot of no, work. They weren't <laughs> they regular. They were palaces. Yeah, they were beautiful. And then I just... Just one day, it was... It was, it was over. gone. Yep. It but, was over quick. Yep. To, but to put in this on a positive note, though, I, I've always felt in my experience in life, though, when a door closes, another door opens up for you. So, well, don't make it negative either that I'm you forget the, the good things that happen. Well, because that's the hard part about it. Because that can happen. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Because we. You know, we, I want to add to that too. I want to add to that too. Hopefully. You know, if if you do, you know, have to hunt public or you know get another piece of private ground, um, those skills of looking for poo and looking for trails and learning the topography and you know assessing where the bedding area is, that's going to be a process that you know you're going to learn again. So you know, each time you do that, you're you're going to those skills will will get better. You're you know, you're going to identify things hopefully quicker. Um, so. You know, and there, look at look at that as a as a positive. You know, right. you're gonna you're gonna. And for the full dynamics of this, for our listeners, there are there is a small opportunity that years down the road that this could come back to you. So, oh yeah, the bucks will be bigger because you didn't hunt them. <laughs> so, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Scar will still be there. He'll be like a oh, fourteen man. point with a, no. one crooked eye because he had a stroke because he's nine years old. <laughs> missing some and a missing neck some like hair. a fifty-five gallon drum. Yeah, there'll be more turkeys and bear. You guys will be good. You'll be all right. The first year, it's just like a heartbreak. The first year is the roughest. After that, you go. go. Keep on keeping on. You can't have no in your heart. No, nope. you sure the can. garden. Dig yeah. it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. I think we're just going to... I know we typically do a listener question and stuff like that, but I think we're just going to chill out I, I tonight. I think we did it justice. Oh, uh, yeah. I appreciate it. Um, we will continue the, the listener questions. Um, so, guys and girls, if you want, go to your voice memo app, record a little message, send it to us at info at ruttonriverpursuits.com. This was a really cool kind of... we low-key set that we we don't often get to do i mean we we always have an agenda there's always you know six or seven guys around the table or whatever and we're just kind of get to things and uh but i think this was a really cool uh sesh it was it was one of uh yeah not only one of my favorites but it was one that was needed yeah yeah, yeah so that's what brotherhood's for thanks for listening low impact if you will I don't know Like aerobic yeah, Pretty like, high impact His rib hurts pretty bad <laughs> My rib was yeah, not well, happy to well, see Nobody had a spell During the production Of this episode <laughs> No podcasters yeah. were harmed In the making of this podcast That's great Alright boys Hey Bucky how can they find us Everybody can find us On Instagram Facebook and Twitter At Rutten River Pursuits of course, on YouTube, we're Rut and River Pursuits Podcast. Podcast. And on the World Wide Web's RuttenRiverPursuits.com. Dot com. You can download you can download this episode and all our episodes on most podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you read that like the Sunday well, paper, Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> you would think I could do it by memory by now. No, no, I'm just saying it was it was low and slow. You know, you just, easy like Sunday morning. Let's, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. It was a great, great current. Keep those picks coming, pick. I'll, I'll try. Rig and weedless. Peace. There. Get outdoors. They're fun. Yeah. I mean, honestly, sea fish, it is the closest thing to a wild trout. It is. Not that I would know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even go looking we for We got to get you a fly rod. If you go there, he's like the mayor. He's like... Darla, <laughs> good morning. Morning. Oh, hey, Captain. I had to do CPR hey, in the stones hey, one time Mr. there. The guy was choking on, on a, a piece of hard candy, and dog. everybody thought I was a god. <laughs> CPR in the stones. The guy fell over. It looked like that's somebody like shot a, him from a distance with a like pellet a, gun in the eyeball, and it, here he was choking on a piece of hard candy. Uh. The guy survived. That's all I care. I'm sorry, Catfish. I shouldn't be. And I stole a soft pretzel whenever they took him away in the ambulance. <laughs> Catfish walked away with his lozenger. <laughs> we choked on the rest of it. He finished it off for him. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you ain't using this, are you? You're done with that? You're done. I'm cutting you off. Yeah. Hey, I'll take. I'll finish this lozenge for you. Don't worry.
my rib just went out and I like my eyes got wider than I felt like I was choking on a lozenge. You fall straight back. You're like, oh, costochondritis. <laughs> so bad. Costochondritis. Oh, nine one. Logan. Yeah, I couldn't breathe. Can't breathe. Leanna's like, are you? <laughs> she didn't know what to do. Get the devil off my chest. He's standing on me. <laughs> Get the fake devil off me. 